Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back to Dunby Fridays, you know. So, you know, glad to be back, man. Glad to be back putting out this content for y'all, man, because, you know, I love doing what I do. You know, this episode we gonna cover. We gonna cover a couple things. We got a couple things on deck. We gonna we gonna talk about this uh NFL draft upcoming. We gonna for the next couple of weeks we are gonna be talking about the NFL draft most definitely. We are gonna be on the draft real heavy for the next couple of weeks. Also, it's spring football going on. A lot of teams, a lot of camps started up spring football, and um, it's some basketball stuff. We we'll, we we'll touch that basketball shit down the road. I'm not really a basketball person. Like I watch it, I enjoy it, but I'm not really, I'm not really into that culture like I am with football. So, but we'll do some basketball shit down the road. But definitely, I'm gonna talk about these draft quarterbacks, man. This would this been one of the more uh, I don't know. I guess the, the the quarterback debate because normally you get it's a lot of drafts one or two guys at quarterback, and all right, these are the quarterbacks. And you kind of debate between the two, but this quarter, this quarterback draft class got like five guys, six guys, honestly, five, six guys that can play. You know, can end up being a starter for a team somewhere down the road. So, as as we get closer and closer to the draft, I think the consensus, the consensus amongst most fans and scouts and Media is Sam Donald is the best quarterback in this draft. I disagree. You know, if anybody knows me, anybody, everybody knows. I think Josh Rosen is the best quarterback in this draft class. Um, Josh Rosen got like, and I hate, and I hate to say Aaron Rodgers because that's blasphemy. You say Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. But Josh Rosen just got this swag to him. He he got this. He not really fiery, but he just cool. You know what I'm saying? Just cool as hell, man. Just cool as shit. Like, yeah, you don't want like you want to have a beer with jo- with with Sam Darnold. You want to have a beer with him. You know, he's one of those guys. He he's a man's man. Nah, Josh Rosen ain't like. Yeah, nah, I got a Ferrari. Like I got a Lambo. Like we don't eat in the same restaurants. We don't chill in the same circles. We don't roll with the same type of people. I like Josh Rosen, man. I love Josh Rosen. He got a swag to him. Uh, I would take jo- Josh Rosen as my number one quarterback. Now, my concerns for Josh Rosen is he was like the holy grail coming out of high school. Like number one or number two quarterback coming out. So he went to UCLA with a lot of expectation. And he didn't in the in the big picture. I'm 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 just talking about 
Heisman trophies. Uh, was UCLA um, was UCLA ever a factor when it came to the national title pitchers? Like Josh Rosen didn't do none of that. And um, you know, it's the thing. I I, I got to keep that same energy. Just because I like Josh Rosen, don't mean I can't bring that up. Because I bring that up all the time. If anybody follows me on Twitter, anybody you know talks to me in real life or whatever the case may be, I always bring up. You don't have to win a national championship for me to think that you can play or not play. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about were you impactful enough that your team was a factor in the national title picture. I ain't talking about winning national title. I'm talking about were you at least in the uh, New Year Six? With was your team in the discussion every week, or were you just putting up empty stats in games that didn't mean shit? And Josh, like I say, Josh Rosen got some. Quality wins, like that game against Texas A&M, where they came back down a lot of points. Now, I didn't see that game on TV because I was actually at the Virginia. It happened to be played the same night as the Virginia Tech game at West in West Virginia on a Sunday night. So I didn't get to see it, but I heard about it in the stadium. I kept hearing, like, oh, shit, like Josh Rosen brought them back. So much respect to Josh Rosen. He does got games, and when they played against USC – when he faced against Sam Donald last year, Josh Rosen he uh showed a great performance. So this ain't here to you know say Josh Rosen didn't do shit. I'm just saying I wish he could have. I wish maybe he could have had more to show for his career at UCLA. I like Josh Rosen, but number two is Sam Donald, and I do think Sam Donald can play. I do think Sam Donald can throw. I don't think the turnovers is an issue. I don't think the turnovers is an issue. And, and people like to say, if you're going to turn the ball over at college, you're going to turn the ball over at, at the pro level. Quarterbacks are going to turn the ball over. That's just part of it. Like Any quarterback that's half decent is going to turn the ball over a lot because teams going to say, look, man, we need you to put things – we need you to carry the team on your back. We need you to – you know, all types of crazy shit. We need you to take, hey, we down 14. You got to throw the ball. You got to put that bitch down the field. You're going to turn the ball over, man. I ain't worried about that shit. Deshaun Watson last year turned the ball over a lot. Um, you know, Jameis Winston turned the ball over a lot. These are good young NFL quarterbacks. So, I mean, Andrew Luck turns the ball over a lot. Like, who wouldn't want Andrew Luck outside of his shoulder? If Andrew Luck was 100% healthy right now and was a free agent, everybody would break their goddamn neck to get Andrew Luck. So this ain't about, you know, what Sam Donald turns the ball over. Can he play? Yes. I just like Josh Rosen a little bit better. And now the difference now with Sam Donald, now he came in with hype too, especially last season after his freshman season. And uh, UCLA was more in the picture. Then you, I mean, USC was more in the picture than UCLA, but at the end, USC really wasn't a factor in the end. Like, they, they had an okay season. I think they won the Pac 12 South for some, you know, they did okay. But that wasn't, the, you know, I would have loved to have seen Sam Darnold in the, in the big picture too. But that wasn't the case. My third quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Now, where's Josh Allen? We're going to get to him. But Baker Mayfield, 
Baker Mayfield is the third best quarterback in his draft class. I don't care about hype. I don't care about all that. The only thing that concerns me with Baker Mayfield is, is he, like, where is he going to go? Because you fuck around, you fuck around, you get Baker Mayfield in Miami, you fuck around and get Baker Mayfield in one of these cities where he's, I mean, Baker Mayfield is destined to be a star. Even, like, I think if Baker Mayfield quit this football shit and focus on something else, he'll still be a celebrity. Like, he got that kind of, like, star power. The thing about Baker Mayfield is, is he going to have his goddamn head on straight? And I know people don't want to compare him to Johnny Football. Or maybe a lot of people do want to compare him to Johnny Manziel. Let me tell y'all something. You're going to get compared to uh, Johnny Manziel, Baker Mayfield. That's just what it is. You just got to own it. You just got to own that you are baby Manziel. And you can use... Manziel's his story you can use his shortcomings and and stay away from all that shit now Johnny was fucking with that Bobby and Whitney Johnny was out here abusing women allegedly he was in all kinds of shit um, so maybe uh, maybe Baker can look at Johnny football and say look man I ain't trying to do all that I ain't you know man I'm chilling so but Baker Mayfield can play, man. Height, I don't care about height. Can you throw? Can he throw the ball? Yes. Can he make plays? Yes. Can is he a great leader on the field? Yes. Does he grab his dick? Yes. I don't care about shit like that. They say, oh, your quarterback shouldn't be grabbing his dick. Ah, man, grab your dick, man. Do whatever you got to do. Do if that gets you turned up, when you gonna make more plays? Fuck it. Grab your dick, man. Grab all the dicks. Grab somebody else's dick. Grab an opponent's dick. Do what you got to do, man. Make a play. Number four, Lamar Jackson. And his playmaking abilities. I don't even think I even need to go in on, on Lamar Jackson's ability to make plays. Um, The man is just absolutely electric. No, the, the wide receiver talk. The wide receiver talk is absolutely, like, just... Dumb, is is lazy, is lazy to even suggest that this man switch positions. If you've seen him for the last three years, make plays with his arm. He made plenty of throws. He can make all the throws. Does he need polish? Does he need time to get better as a passer? Yeah, but you, if you if that's your argument that he needs time to get better as a passer or he's not accurate or whatever, you just described. Every college quarterback ever, like, come on, man. Every quarter, every college quarterback needs polish. It's rare in the day you get a quarterback that comes from college and just is already a top NFL quarterback. Like, come on, man. All these quarterbacks need work. So it's a lot of NFL quarterbacks that need work. That shit is stupid as hell. Like, no, he's not a wide receiver. He's a quarterback, and he needs to go to he needs to go to a team. With the coach that is progressive enough that sees Lamar Jackson for what he is and tries to work with this skill set, not try to put him in a box, because that be the that's the issue with a lot of uh, athletic black quarterbacks, whatever, whatever you want to say, project quarterbacks. They they take these they they take these quarterbacks and try to make them Peyton Manning, or they try to. Well, you need to sit in that pocket because Tom Brady does that. 
Lamar Jackson is never going to put up Tom Brady numbers. He's never going to play like Tom Brady. Let him be Lamar Jackson. Just work with his skill set. You can win games with Lamar Jackson in the NFL. You can win games with Baker Mayfield in the NFL. You just got to be willing to work with their skills. Like, if you look at Baker Mayfield and say, well, Peyton Manning wouldn't do this and that, well, you already lost. Like, why even draft him? Lamar Jackson is the fourth best quarterback in this class. And I like Lamar Jackson. I'm rooting for Lamar Jackson. Number five, Mason Rudolph. I like Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph can definitely make all the plays, all the throws. Um, I don't know who would take him. Because like I said, this ain't this ain't a uh, mock draft or nothing like that. But Mason Rudolph. And then we got and then we got Josh Allen. I mean Josh Allen. Look, man. <laughs> Josh Allen some cheats, man. Josh Allen is this year's Hackenberg, man. I'll say it, man. And if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Like, pull the tape, man. Pull up the pull up pull up this podcast, man. Josh Allen is not good. I don't care how strong his arm is. I don't care how tall he is. Like, how many times are we gonna get Josh Allen? Is, is this year's Brock Osweiler? He's this year's Mike Glennon. He's this year's what's another one? Blaine Gabbert. Where at least Mike Glennon was kind of somewhat decent in college, but Josh Allen, like, I don't see it. I don't see it. Like, we, I'm talking about. You know, Josh Rosen, and I'm coming down on him for, well, you know, your team wasn't really in the discussion and you wasn't really a Hasma candidate. Josh Allen, he wasn't in, his team wasn't even in the, in the discussion for the Mountain West. Like, he wasn't even a top Mountain West quarterback, and oh, but he didn't have much around him. What the fuck did Lamar Jackson have around him? Like, if you're supposed to be the number one quarterback or the number two quarterback or the number three quarterback according to these scouts, you got to show me something. Colin Kaepernick played at Nevada in the same conference. Oh, it might not have been the Mountain West yet. Colin Kaepernick might have played in the WAC. It might not have been Mountain West yet. It might have still been WAC. I don't know. But Colin Kaepernick played for a mid-major and at least he showed you a reason why you should draft him. We can talk about we can talk about the political stuff, whatever. You can't argue that when Colin Kaepernick was in college at Nevada, he at least showed you that he can play. Josh Allen never showed us that he could play, <laughs> like ever, ever. We watched Josh. Come on, man. We watched this man play games, man. Yeah, we. He showed us he can throw hard. He showed us that he can throw a good deep ball and all that. But he never showed us that he could just play like a top quarterback. Like, even when you see somebody at a small school, a mid-major, whatever, when when you start hearing these names, uh, Paxton Lynch or something, you got to at least show me you can play, man. I mean, just fitting the, fit the description. All right, you look tall. You know, you look athletic. You look strong. You know, you look like a quarterback. So, just fuck it. And just throw everything out like Christian Hackenberg. Like, these guys don't pan out. Uh, Blake Bortles was another one who, I mean, I guess the joke's on us because he got paid. <laughs> the Jags Keppel, but these, it's always like these, and you know, I'll say it, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's always these tall white guys who you never heard of, but they just, they just, 
looked like a quarterback. So you just like the coaches feel like, well, fuck it, I can I can make it work. But when it comes to a Lamar Jackson, it's like or Baker Mayfield, who is white. But if they don't look like that prototypical quarterback that they, that they want, that the coaches want, they just don't see nothing for them. It's like I can't do nothing with that. But when they look at a they look at a Josh Allen who can't play, and they like, but I can just I'll work with that. I can work with that. That shit is stupid. That shit's stupid as hell, man. But that's it, man. That's my quarterbacks, man. Like I said, Rosen, Donald, Baker, uh, Lamar Jackson, Rudolph, Josh Allen, man. Those are my quarterbacks. You can, you know, at me at DonV757 underscore. And if you want to disagree, and we can we can we can have a conversation. That's cool. You don't have to agree with everything I say, because I mean shit, I'll be wrong all the same. I'm gonna be wrong again. Next up on the docket. Virginia Tech women's lacrosse. Now, if you've been living under a rock for the last week, Virginia Tech's women's lacrosse team, I guess they posted this on Snap because it seemed like Snapchat is the new Twitter as far as people post all they stupid shit on Snapchat. Like, people post everything that's going to get them in trouble on Snapchat. Now, everybody... People done got smart. Now, don't nobody really post dumb shit on Facebook. People used to post stupid shit on Twitter, but it'd be like a dumbass tweet. And it'll be gone. But now people posting dumbass snaps, right? So the women's lacrosse team, Virginia Tech, they posted them singing Freaky Friday. Now, if you aren't aware of the song Freaky Friday, that is a song by the rapper Lil Dicky and Chris Brown. And in the song and in the video, they switch bodies, like just like the movie Freaky Friday, you know, where the old, the old bitch and the young bitch switch bodies for a day or however long. Well, so there's a part in the song Freaky Friday where Lil Dicky, you know, switching bodies with a black man is basically saying, I can say nigga. You know, nigga this, nigga that, fuck that nigga, fuck that, nigga, fuck this, fuck that, nigga this, nigga that. But the cross thing, Posted themselves on Snap singing that shit. Now, if you know, like everybody else know, you know somebody was going to say, Twitter, do your thing. This is the Virginia Tech lacrosse team saying shit that they shouldn't be saying. Here's my take on all this. Was the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team dumb? Yes. <laughs> is the Virginia Tech women's lacrosse team racist? No. Should they have gotten in trouble? No. They shouldn't have gotten in trouble. I mean, I, I mean, outside of their coach, their coach should have said, look, look, don't be posting stupid-ass snaps representing the university wrong. Y'all going to run laps, put out an apology, boom. And that's probably what happened as far as the apology was half-assed. Here's my issue. Here's my issue with, with all of that. The women's lacrosse team, like I said, they're not racist. They were just singing a song, a goofy-ass song. They were trying to be goofy. They were trying to be edgy, because that's the thing to do, be edgy. And um, like I said, they posted a stupid-ass snap, and, you know, whatever. Here's my issue. The the links that the, that the, uh, the powers that be, and I'm going to just say the powers that be, or maybe the girls themselves, went. To delete this video, try to, you know, make this shit out of sight, out of mind. Own your shit. 
Own your truth. If you fuck up, own that shit. It's out there. You know what? Let, let this serve as a reminder to other young people out here that if you do dumb shit on the internet, it's going to stay with you. It's going to stay with you. You ain't got to lose your career. I ain't advocating nobody lose their career, lose their job, lose any future opportunities. You should still be able to make money. This is the land of second chances. Lord knows I didn't got second chances. Lord knows I did stupid shit when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So this ain't about that. But you don't get to delete your fuck ups. But the powers that be, or maybe the girls themselves, there was obviously a campaign to get this shit off the internet because it was all that shit was up for like a day or two. And then it was gone. It was all gone. And it's like, come on, man. You know, cause, and, the, and, the, and the whole sentiment about, you know, when shit is considered racist, everybody knows, or maybe just black people know, that the powers that be be like, look, man, let's just lay low, let this shit blow over, everybody, you know, everything will go back to normal. That was my whole, that was my only problem with the whole issue. It wasn't what the girls did. Because if you're going to make songs that say, I can say nigga and all this, people are going to sing the song. They're going to do it. Like, <laughs> to sit out here and try to police like lyrics to a rap song or whatever. <sighs> Dog, you might as well go argue the fucking wall. Like, the kid, kids are going to sing the, these lyrics. It is what it is. Kids going to post snaps of them saying nigga. Kids going to post snaps of them saying nigger. It's just what it is. It's the internet. You can't control that shit. But if shit goes left and you get in trouble, you shouldn't just you shouldn't just get a free pass where that shit just disappears. You ain't gotta lose your life and all that shit. I'm not with all that Twitter do your thing, and next thing you know, somebody with a college education can't get into another school or can't get a job. Like, no, nah, cause then next thing you know, this motherfucker's out here robbing this shit. They, they really on that nigga shit. <laughs> they really out here. Yeah, I right, shit. I got in trouble for saying nigga. Now I gotta act like one. I gotta act an ass because I can't get work out here. So no, I ain't with all that. They apologize. The video should stay up. It shouldn't be no. It shouldn't be somebody out here deleting every video and trying to silence everybody that talks about it because they fucked up. And the school should have had a little bit more energy. When talking about this shit, they put out a statement saying they don't represent. No, man, the school should have put out. They should have. The school should have had a little more energy when dealing with this shit, not kicking everybody out and shit. Just they should have had more energy. That's it. God bless Virginia Tech women's lacrosse, man. Go get some dubs out there. You gonna be out here on that on that on, on the snaps and shit. Get some dubs. Get some dubs. Don't be out here losing and then look like the racist women's lacrosse team. That's a bad look. And before I get to the questions, no idea. There's actually there's actually a mailbag. But uh, this the story that's been sweeping up Black Twitter, at least. Tyrone, a young man named Tyrone Hankinson, uh, worked in the financial aid department at Howard University. Howard University is a HBCU in Washington D.C. Um. I've been to Howard Homecomings a couple times, where especially in my younger days, I don't go no more. I'm old, but in my younger days, you would go to Howard Homecoming in pursuit of, you know, 
yams, you know, I, and in the pursuit of yams, you will find yourself at Howard Homecoming. Lots of beautiful ladies all over the country find themselves at Howard Homecoming trying to get, you know, scooped up by a rapper or some shit. But every now and then you get some windfall yams and you accept those windfall yams and everybody's happy. But when Howard is not the place where homecoming is going down and people are trying to fuck young college girls, it's a historically black college. And a young man by the name of Tyrone Hankerson finessed. He, he embezzled $429,000. Now, everybody's on Twitter talking about he's the finesse king, the finesse god. First of all, to be the finesse king or the finesse god, you can't get caught finessing. That's not how finessing works. Another thing is he was buying himself fur coats, designer bags, and he was flexing on the ground. See, this is what, and now it's teaching. This is a teacher. This is a teachable moment. Because if you're going to steal, if you're going to finesse, if you're going, if you're going to scam, you got to keep that shit off the internet, my boy. You got to keep all that shit off the internet. Fuck wrong with you, my boy. You already, you already got, you getting away with this shit. Okay, you hit a small lick. You hit a, you hit, okay, okay, shit. I like that. Then you hit a bigger lick. Whoo, hit him for a thousand. Next thing you know, he lost his goddamn mind. But why the fuck would you post your shit on the internet? Why? Why would you do that? All you doing is helping the motherfucking lawyer. You helping you help you building a case against yourself, my boy. Why you flexing with stolen money? Posting up with furs and shit. Come on, my boy. You go to Howard, my boy. What the fuck is you doing? You go to Howard, man. Man, I'm not saying that they're run down on Howard. I'm just saying, nigga, you got a Range Rover. What are you doing? You got to spend stolen money slow, my boy. What? I mean, the great philosopher Lil Wayne. Great philosopher Lil Wayne. He once said, slow paper is better than no paper. And then he said, when he say money come too fast, you got to pace it. I, I forget the actual lines. But when he say the money come too fast, you got to pace it. You can't go from just your average person to driving a fucking Range Rover, my boy. Not with stolen goods, my boy. 400K? What is you doing? You got to spend that shit slow, my boy. You should have bought a Civic. But it didn't matter because eventually somebody had to be in that motherfucker and check the books. How the fuck you get? How the fuck you run off with over 400 racks? I'll never know. But eventually somebody must have checked them books like, what the fuck? And my boy had to goddamn shit. Hey, for, the, for people to be on Twitter celebrating this bullshit, it kind of shows you where we at as a society. And we out here celebrating a nigga that got caught. No, man. No, man. No, man. <laughs> you got to get off. You want to get celebrated as a king finesse around here. You got to get away with the shit. You stupid ass. But that's it as far as now we're going to get into these mailbag questions. And uh, we'll call it an episode, man. I can keep doing it every Friday. It's short and sweet. Um, 
I got a question from at Juice Kane. He says, is Virginia Tech ever going to be good at football again? And that's a good question. Like, I don't, I, I know you was trolling, but fuck that. It's a good question. Is Virginia Tech going to be good at football again? And um, things are looking up, man. Fuente is slowly but surely trying to get this shit back. He's trying to get this shit back right. He really trying to get the shit back right. Um, he's real meticulous how he does things. He's not, you know, boisterous or he's not out there making declarations. He's like a he one of those chop wood type of guys. And um, it's been a slow it's been a slow process, but I think I think it's gonna pay dividends in the future. Uh, at Lucas Burchett, I hope I said your name right. He, he asked, before the incident, the uh, Virginia Tech women's incident, women's lacrosse incident, did you know Virginia Tech had women's lacrosse? Yes, I did. I, I, I was aware that we had a uh, women's lacrosse team. Now, did, did I follow the women's lacrosse team? Fuck no. I ain't about to sit up here and lie about no shit like that. Um, no, no, I, I was aware that we had a, I, I was aware we had a women's lacrosse team because UVA has a lacrosse team and a women's lacrosse team so and cause, cause the women's lacrosse team girl from UVA got killed or some shit so and I'm just assuming that if they had a women's lacrosse team we had to have one because you, you they got it, it that's just the way it goes so yeah I was aware that we had a women's lacrosse team but do I follow them or I root for them like if I just happen to catch them on I root for all Hokies athletics so but do I just like follow them support them not really. I mean, to be honest, I don't. And um, at Crimson, hold on, let me make sure I get your at right. I don't want to fuck nobody's. I don't want to fuck up nobody's at names. Motherfuckers take the good time to ask me questions. And, I, you know, I, I butcher that shit. At Crimson underscore Tad 28. Thoughts of Michigan canceling the series with y'all. Now, this shit just came down today. Actually, uh, Virginia Tech and Michigan was supposed to play at home at home in 2020 and 2021. Uh, they backed out, paid us 375k. Us being Virginia Tech, they paid us 375k and basically said, "Get the fuck on." I, I kind of wanted that game because we we got we got kind of finessed since that's the word of the day. We got finessed by Michigan uh, in the in the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago, so I really wanted to. Get revenge for that shit because we ain't get hold. I ain't gonna say we got hold, but we got finessed on that Danny Cole catch shit. So I really wanted that game, those two games. And Michigan as a program, like Michigan is a is a big name. Like no matter how good or bad they are, it's Michigan. You always want to play a, a team like Michigan. So yeah, it kind it kind it's kind of fucked up that we won't play them. They setting up a, uh, they want to set up a future meeting, but fuck them. Like, honestly, like, if you're going to back out, like, your word don't mean shit to me. Like, if you sign that dotted line, like, you shouldn't be backing out of a game two, three years from now. Like, of course, we don't know which Michigan, what, how Mich what state Michigan going to be in, and we don't know what state Virginia Tech going to be in. You know, I could sit up here and say this and that about anything, but we don't know. God forbid anything can happen. And your team can look like how you totally expected some shit two years ago and it'll never be the same. It could be different. Like, I mean, you're an Alabama fan. 
Alabama had signed up to play Florida State last year. And before that game was played, we thought that was going to be the game of the century. And it turned out Florida State wasn't that good. So it's hard to – when you make a schedule as an AD, it's hard to predict. <laughs> I mean, you think that these teams are on the right path and they'll both be good and you hope it's going to be a good game and nationally televised. But then, you know, you get to the game or whatever. Shit happens, man. Teams fall off. Like, football teams are just weird like that. They can fall off, like, real quick. Especially if the coach ain't on his shit. But that's it, man. That's it for Don V Fridays, man. Uh, give me five stars on iTunes, man. Don't give me shit less. Give me five stars. You motherfuckers ain't pay a dime for this shit. Uh, like I said, follow me on Twitter at Don V757 underscore. Um, anything else I need to plug? No. But that's it, man. God bless. Take care of your families, man. Take care of all that. And I'll see y'all next week. And oh yeah, catch y'all on the timeline.